welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio control. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony Cece. Tony Cece. Hey, what is going on, guys? This is going to be a crawler-centric episode of While My Batteries Charge. Haven't done that in a while. The channel, I don't know if people remember it way back in the day. I started with my, well, my Traxxas Gravedigger was the first car I had. And then I moved on to the Low C10. Then I got a um, Axial Yeti, but then I got the Axial SCX-10 Jeep Casey Curry Edition white, you know, it was awesome, and I did a ton of videos on it, and then I got a G-Made Sawback, and then just some other crawlers along the way, eventually ended up with a Traxxas TRX-4, the Defender, because that is one of my favorite vehicles, the older style Defenders. And, um, yeah. So I'd been wanting to get an RC four-wheel drive one. My buddy had one, and he just kept having some issues with the the axles, and then he couldn't get parts to fix it. And I was like, I don't really want to go down that road. Hard bodies aren't for me at that point. And uh, so when they announced the TRX-4 Defender, I bought it straight away when it came out. Um as soon as they were out, I picked one up, and uh, I really, really liked it out of the box. It changed the game for crawling in many ways. It had a lot of features that people didn't know that they wanted. Um, it had some features in it that people learned that they didn't want, um, <laughs> so there was a lot of stuff that from the TRX4 really changed, especially the ready-to-run market of the crawling and uh, so Traxxas is doing something new again. They've got a uh, a new edition that they're calling their uh, High Trail Edition. Uh, it's a Chevy or Chevrolet K10 Cheyenne High Trail Edition. And uh, it looks amazing. It's an inch taller as far as ground clearance. It's got bigger wheels. They're like 2.2s on there. And then it has an extended wheelbase. So over, there's a couple different wheelbases that Traxxas had. So like the Defender had a longer 12.8 inch or 12.75 inch wheelbase. And then they came out with like the Blazer and that, and it had a shorter 12.3. Now they've gone with this one and they've extended the wheelbase. They are at a 13.2 inch or 336 millimeter wheelbase so uh it's like they're going in 12 inch or 12 millimeter increments there's a 312 millimeter a 324 millimeter and now a 336 millimeter edition makes the math easy i guess (laughs) but it looks absolutely stunning um what they've done with this thing is really, really cool. And some of the upgrades and stuff that they're showing for it as far as light kits and different things in some of the pictures uh, with like a 
a light bar in the back that actually, you know, the lights all lit up. If they sell that as an easy-to-do light kit, it is going to just go crazy out there. So it's it's pretty, pretty look. It's pretty looking. <laughs> it's pretty awesome looking. I couldn't say it. It's pretty wicked. Um, it looks like, of course, it's got like the molded front uh, grill and headlight and all of that. And the paint jobs, again, just like a lot of the other uh, Traxxas T-Rex 4s, looks spot on, beautiful. So uh, it's going to be something that's going to see what the market can bear because it's not going to be the best crawler with this setup necessarily because it's very tall it's it's like a good old boy truck like a uh, you know a mud truck that's not like a serious mud truck uh just a lifted good old boys looking rig i i like it i really really like it i don't know what my purpose will be in getting one and using it uh it does have lockable diffs front and rear it has a two speed transmission uh switchable and uh by servo and yeah, I mean, there's there's three mini or micro servos in there and uh, the full-size servo in the front. So some of the things that, you know, that people didn't like necessarily about the TRX-4 Defender was that it was top-heavy and they didn't really want the locking, unlocking diffs. They just wanted it locked and they just wanted crawler mode. Um, now with this, I can see where you'd want it lockable or unlockable because of maybe doing some mudding and stuff with it and just going faster um, with it, almost monster trucking it in a way. Um, but yeah, it is on portals still. You know, I wish they would come out with a straight axle, especially for something like this. I think it would look better with a straight axle under it. Uh, you know... So that was one of the things that Traxxas changed the game on with the TRX-4 was the ready-to-run with the portal axles. Now everybody's doing it. Uh, and I get it for crawling stuff where you get the advantage, but for the rest, it just doesn't look right. <laughs> um, I don't I don't love it on this truck. I would rather have a straight axle underneath it because I wouldn't necessarily be worried about ground clearance for that or for crawling, especially because it has such big wheels and tires on it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to like hone in on that. I get why they don't because it's more molds and parts and things, uh, where they're the main part of their lineup is about the crawlers. And so they're doing something a little different with this, which I, I applaud and I appreciate. Um, but man, I would like to have a straight axle under it. Um, anything else about it? does have the mirrors on it looks like molded door handles definitely got some scale items on here as well um windshield wipers that kind of stuff uh, they haven't officially released it yet but there's information on it everywhere so there's pictures all over the place there's um the high performance distributors I guess who do distribution through Canada have it, the stuff on there and uh, email on restock and when it's expected. They say it's expected that 9-9. They're supposed to have 148 of them. 
So it says they have negative 54 units in stock. I wonder if that means that they were able to pre-sell some by getting their info out so quick. I don't know, but it's definitely interesting, and it looks pretty fantastic. <laughs> Not going to lie. Uh, I can see one of these ending up here, uh, me going and buying one. does have the cool clipless body that they've created, which is remarkable uh, the way they've done it. It makes you kind of want to stick with the stock body and not go changing it out, but that's all right. It does look like there's in the wheel well spots where you can do like rock lights um, for like underglow kind of thing. So that's pretty cool. Um, the battery tray is centralized, um, running the long way down the middle. Um, but overall, I, I still feel like they're pretty well balanced with that. I, I haven't hated the battery location in it. Um, but yeah, it looks cool. That's all I'm going to say. The other crawler stuff I was going to talk about today is I've started a new project at the house building a crawler course for the boys and I to, uh, to do a little bit of practicing with our SCX 24s, but also to be able to make videos on when I need to just quickly do something. I still will go to the shops that are here locally and run there and, you know, do videos there. But in a pinch, when I just have to get something done and I need to get a quick shot and then get it, um, or even testing some of my own products, so uh, that I, I, I'm working on, I, it, you know, it's 30 minutes, it's 20, 25 minutes to the closest shop, which is Reaction RC. It's 30 minutes to 35 minutes to crawler space. Right now it's longer because of uh, the freeway being shut down, the entrance to 131. So I have to take back roads to get there. Um, so it's extended to get there right now. And, you know, so that's... I, Almost an hour round trip and then filming whatever. So it's much more of a time commitment than, say, just running outside and in five minutes getting the shot that I need. You know, it may just be a quick five-minute test on something. And so I'm having to hold things up until I'm going to be going out there anyway. So it'll be very, very nice to be able to just quickly test things and get some more video stuff done. And... um yeah, I think it'll be good. Pictures, all that kind of stuff. Part of the reason I put it where I did is that I can get the angle with the backdrop of just the greenery and the trees. I was going to put the crawler course over by my jumps and all that. There's an area there that I could have done it where there's already some big rocks set up. Um, but I realized that as I was taking photos, I wasn't going to like the view behind it, like being the house and different things. So... Uh, there still will be shots like that here, um, depending on, you know, where the trucks are on the course, where there'll be buildings and different things in the shot. Um, but there is a whole wall of, uh, a hill that I built that will have only greenery behind it. If I just want to get some quick, uh, reels or whatever for Instagram on it. So that's cool. Uh, it's been a lot of work, let me say. So back there, there were a bunch of like flowering trees and there was so many bees and stuff right outside my door of my office, which kind of bothered me. Um, so that's one of the reasons uh, last year I cut down several little trees against and I wanted more view um, out of my windows. 
and more sunlight, natural light in here. So I cut down, you know, the blockage right outside the window and some other stuff. So I'd already started. The, the goal was to build a crawler course back there in the first place uh, because it's kind of tucked out of the way. Nobody goes back there. And, uh, yeah, it's just getting overgrown. So we cut back a lot of the stuff last year, and then I just ran out of time. Too many other projects, stuff stuff happening, and, you know, we're moving in. It wasn't a priority. There were other projects that were priority to get done. Um, and, yeah, I mean, there's still so many things I haven't gotten, and I haven't unboxed everything in my office yet. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's stories about that. I won't get into them today. But uh, so I cleared it all, and then I'd cut some of the sticks from those trees. They were nice, straight, long pieces and uh, had stacked them to use for a course of some sort as obstacles. And uh, then everything just grew over. The weeds back there uh, in this area, which is probably um, 20 foot by 15 feet or so of an area maybe, it's it's decent size. It's not huge. You know, for a, a one-tenth course, you'd be done with it quick. <laughs> um, but for the micros, it'll give us lots of options. And so I cleared all of that out. I just took my tractor back there and dug up the stuff. I just took the bucket and just scraped the, the ground level and a little bit of the dirt, scooped it up, and dropped it over. There's a ravine right off the side. So... Um, in doing that, I lost all those sticks that I'd cut up and uh, prepped, but I wasn't going to go digging through all the the greenery of who knows what, vines and poison ivy and whatnot. So the tractor did the heavy lifting there. I slammed into one of the stumps with the bucket when I was doing it um, that <laughs> I had uh, cut down. And then that, you know, frustrated me and I didn't like where it was. It was kind of in a place where I was going to have to drive a lot. So I took the backhoe out and took the time to dig out all the roots and pull it out. And all of this is in a two hour frame that I clear it. And then I had, um, 11 yards of dirt brought in, not dirt, clay, because I want the main part of my course to be drivable and people don't understand this. Um, already getting a ton of comments everywhere. Not enough rocks. Here's the rocks I use between my rocks um, for filler because they think that I want rock everywhere. Um, I don't want rock everywhere. There's there's several reasons why. We'll talk about it. Uh, I think that people overdo it with the rocks on their rock courses, uh, and it it forces them to drive certain ways. Um, that just aren't the scale drive that I want to have, especially for videos. It's fun and it's, it's difficult. You hang up on diffs all the time. Um, but it really forces lines and I don't want that to be the case. I want it to be drivable for most of it. And then the gates will put you into the difficult parts, but I want you to be able to move around and turn a lot. You have to have a lot of turning and steering in order to do, multi, you know, to change the gate locations. And if you have rocks everywhere, it's really hard to turn on them, especially when there's diff hangers everywhere that are going to catch you and not let you make turns. So in order for me to set up really cool and unique courses with trails and with these um, markers or gates, uh, to be able to zig and zag back and forth. I don't want rock everywhere. I want you to 
have to hit a hard angle on rocks that I have there and also be able to hit them multiple different angles because I can have the approach change because the approach up to the obstacles allows you to come at it from many different ways where if you have too many rocks everywhere, there's only so many ways you can get through because of things to get hung up on. So I don't want the, the whole area to be that way. I want to have sections of that that have um, other rocks that are larger rocks that just kind of make enforced trails between. But it's all about being the driving on the clay. And um, and then even when you have some of those ones where you're driving between, you set up a gate at the out, and then they've got to try and make, you know, hook hook a corner on it and pull themselves up over. It's all about, so we've been doing it a lot at Reaction RC Hobbies, and that's one of the first things I realized when I was driving their trails is less is more. So you want that drivability, and then you want to have those tough sections. So you need some setup areas and some turning areas, and, you know, the clay is also just, it has its own uniqueness to it as far as driving and slipping and as it gets dry, the hill climbs, and some of that can be a little bit difficult. And it hardens up, so it almost becomes like a big rock that it's sitting on. So it almost feels more natural. So if you look at most, in most of the trails I've been on, it's not just your wheels are on rocks the entire time. So you have sections where you get into difficulties and hard spots, and then you have little breaks between. Um, now, I haven't been full-on like Moab or anything like that, but even there, the way that their setups are aren't like just jaggy rocks everywhere um, after every obstacle. Um, even even though you're driving on a rock, it's a big rock, and there's little steps and whatever up, but the whole time isn't just intense diff hangers and, and that around. So um, I want to have the moments of those in, in like a pit of those, but I don't want that for the whole course. So... That's kind of my thought process behind it, and it will look more like a little rock garden in a way um, set up on on the dirt hills. And I need to still, like the hills aren't set up exactly how I wanted them yet. They are, and we're shaping them as we're bringing in rocks so that they're not just like a hill. We want to have different tiers and levels and uh, things like that for them, but... Uh, and I do have more clay to bring in. So once I get some of the bottom layers in, I might put more dirt down to have another um, like level up to them so it's not all just hill climb from the side. So uh, I want to have definite flat spot that you're driving through with different things. We'll build some bridges and stuff, stuff like that. But I don't want it to be where you have one path through. And I don't want it to be where you just go whichever way you have to because you know, you're just, there's rocks everywhere and you're just turning left and right and, um, you know, making lines as you go. Like this is much more drivable is what I'm going for. Drivable with, um, some tough and cool and fun ways to climb through things and over things. So that's kind of the goal. And again, I kept saying it in the video, the difficulty changes based on the gates. You can have, what could be an easy course to just drive if it's just you. But the second you put out gates there and you force a line, 
where the trucks are leaning or not doing the easy way through, that's when it gets fun and difficult. And um, you can take something that looks simple and make it tricky. And so that's kind of the the feel I'm going for with it. But I definitely want it to be m- probably 50 to 70% clay still um, or more, you know, with sections of the rock and um, the difficulty. And so, uh, but I do want the areas where if I don't want to put a gate there or make one of the sections difficult, I don't want that to be like slowing people down from getting through the course. Uh, I want to kind of move through some of those sections uh, without it being too hard. So you could still potentially roll or whatever side healing or whatever, but it just isn't going to be like constant where you're having to reverse between gates and all that uh, because of being stuck on rocks and things. So, I have my my method and my reasoning behind it, um, and everybody's going to do their courses different. I just have the most fun driving on the Reaction RC course because there are there are um, uh, what what is the word I'm looking for? Um, there are multiple ways to hit it that are fun. Uh, it does not make you take one designated path to get through. And so there are different trails for days on it. Like even though it's like a tabletop for one of them, they can set up gates on that thing and make that course. So make your path go so many different ways uh, because you do have some drivable sections. And so I will be digging out parts of it. And so right now it just looks like hills, but I'll, I'll take out and scoop out some stuff. So when we do put gates in, you might be like leaning through and um, it's not going to be easy or cakewalk once the gates get in there. That's for sure. And there will be winches needed and different things like that. And I'm already seeing it in just the the lines that I, I hit yesterday. That's the word I was looking for. Lines for days. There are lines for days on their courses up there. And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm going for. And having multiple levels and tiers. And there will be stuff ground level as well. Um, right now, they're, it's mainly focused on getting the hills set up. And making sure I have my drainage set up through. I have to have an area, a small area in the middle that allows drainage for water. That comes down the driveway. And normally goes through there anyway. To go down between all the hills. And then divert off and down to the ravine. So I've built that in already. That was part of it. But the first night in two hours of getting the dirt and getting the rocks in. Um, I didn't actually put rocks in, but I moved about eight yards of the 11 yards of dirt. And then I'd cleared the area. I dug up the stump and then I moved the, uh, the pallet of rocks in at the end of the day. Uh, and then the second day I spent about 30 to 45 minutes picking rocks uh, which was tiring, 1,700 pounds of rocks I put in the back of my truck. And <laughs> uh, from there came back, and I got eight more yards of dirt delivered. So before that came, I moved all the rest of the three yards that were left to the back. And I'm also, I was shoring up some of the edging, so not all of that that clay was going into the course. Some of it was the um, 
where I was driving through, I had to build up that sidewall next to where I keep my trailer and all that because as it was, it was eroding pretty bad. So I built that back up. I did a lot. Let's just say I did a lot in a little amount of time. And so my buddy Travis came over. So I went out at like 2 o'clock, got the, the dirt, came back, or the rocks, came back, ordered the dirt. I had to keep working. I had some work projects to work on on my computer. Um, he came and delivered the dirt. And then I had to go get gas for the tractor. So I did have to move the dirt. So I put in about 15 to 20 minutes of moving that last three yards of dirt. Um, and then, so it's about 5 o'clock. And then Travis and I worked for two hours till like 7, 7.30. Um, you know, someone was showing him around. He, it was his first time here. So showing him up here in the, the messy studio and then down in my messy office. <laughs> uh, and he was going to work on one of my trucks for me. He built these uh, limiting straps that he's going to put on one of uh, my trucks for me uh, in my SCX-24s. So, yeah. So about another two hours and we, I mean, I loaded all the, tr- the rocks up into the front end of the tractor, dropped it all in the back there. And then we just went to town putting in what we could in about two hours or so. Um, and then just kind of soaked it to start hardening up the clay. Um, and also trying to break up some of the big stuff. If you just really keep soaking it, it'll almost melt. And um, so, yeah, it has been a process, but it hasn't been like for how far along it looks, in my opinion, that the fact that there's really only been about four hours of time like dedicated to putting into it is crazy. Uh, five hours because of going and getting the rocks. Um, so, yeah, I've just... A tractor makes a big difference and then having the help of a friend as well. So my two friends, uh, Travis and John, John Deere, <laughs> really, really helped me out a lot in uh, in this whole process. So... Um, going to keep on working on it. It's going to be ever changing. And that's the nice thing. People are saying cement it, you know, I'm getting a lot of tips on what to do. Uh, and I haven't been able to explain my want yet or what my desire of it fully yet. And I didn't do it in the video. It was just kind of a look at what we're doing, but I want it to be changeable. Like if I cement it, then it's, it's pretty much permanently locked in, and I don't want to do that. I might dust some cement, like put it in a bucket, and just kind of like like spread it over, like take a shovel and kind of a small shovel and fling it over, and then water it just to kind of a little bit lock stuff in. But I don't want it to, uh, to be too locked in where I can't just go back there with my tractor and dig it all up and uh, change it, so... And that's the other reason I don't want to go all rocks because it's harder to just change it up. Um, yeah, it, with the clay, it's going to be ever-changing as it rains, and um, we'll have to fill stuff in, and that's going to change it. And yeah, yeah, it's going to be cool. I think it'll be good. And the main thing is just having a spot. The hardest part is going to be keeping the weeds at bay and just really keeping up on it. It's going to be extra work for me every week. Um, to, to really keep it looking good. So I'm hoping I can, uh, and do it naturally. My father-in-law has something that he makes with vinegar, uh, in order to keep wheat, kill weeds. And so I'm hoping to just spray that before the weeds even really start growing and getting tall. So that they'll just 
die right away and just be small. So that's my goal. We'll see how much I'm able to keep to it. <laughs> uh, because, yeah, it's a lot of work. But I've invested now. Um, the first day of rocks was 250 bucks. They were not cheap rocks, but I really like the look of them. It's the New York Fieldstone. They were 25 cents a pound, and there was 1,000 pounds of them. Um, and then I got the 1,700 pounds of the Michigan stone, they just called it, and they were 8 cents a pound. And so that was about 146 bucks after tax uh, for those, which I got a lot more of those than the other kind. So that's, what, three... 390 almost 400 and then i have 300 dollars worth of dirt or clay at this point there's 150 dollars the first time i tipped them 15 and then the next time was 145 so actually a little bit more than 300 um but i got a free bag of frozen chicken nuggets out of it it was his tip back to me when i ordered a second load <laughs> which is pretty cool anyway uh it's been crazy uh, and I'm in the middle of editing videos for work. Luckily, uh, this Italy trip that I had for uh, a job I was doing got canceled. It's good and bad. It would have been awesome to go to Italy. The project we were going to work on was going to be amazing in a castle north of Milan. Um, so bummed about that. But it also was going to be back-to-back with another trip that I have to Bulgaria. So I, I would have been flying... I already had the Bulgaria trip booked and then this trip was going to be, they were going to fly me in and then they were going to just, instead of flying me home, they're just going to pay for the flight over to Bulgaria just so I could be, so they could have me work on that shoot. And, um, when they canceled, now I'm just flying to Bulgaria. So it'll be a nice, it'll be a shorter trip, which is good. I should only be gone for five days or so. It's not, crazy and you know a lot of that's traveling <laughs> you lose a whole day traveling uh but on the ground is like two and a half days of work um shooting or filming and uh then a lot of flying and driving so yeah because once we get there it's a couple hour drive uh we do our filming and those are long days and then literally go from one of the shoots back to the airport which is not fun because repacking all the gear on the road traveling isn't fun or at the last shoot and then trying to make sure it's all packed away right to get through security and all that and then flying out. And then I got a 12-hour layover in Paris, so I'm going to have to sleep overnight in the airport on a bench or something. i got to find a spot. Not going to be fun. Anyway, you guys don't care about that. That's just bonus that's filler to get us over 30 minutes. I'm <laughs> not really. I didn't mean to do that. I just looked at the time. I've been going about 30 minutes now, guys. We're going to wrap this one up. I do have some other projects to get to. I'll try and keep up with these. I'm trying my best, guys. Trying to find the time. But I hope you guys enjoy it. And I hope you check out the video on the course. And we'll catch you next time.